for do the door Buenos días, buenas tardes y buenas noches, mi gente querida. This is Adara, and welcome back to another episode of Dora y Sus Panas. Y'all, this episode is very special for many reasons. One, it is the 10th episode of the podcast. To be honest with you, I did not think I'll get this far. Just, this is insane. The amount of support and love y'all have been giving to my guests, to the topics we've discussed thus far, and just to the whole idea of the podcast. If it wasn't for you guys, my family, my friends, and the Lord God Almighty, I would not have gone this far. So thank y'all so, so, so much. And I just can't wait for all that's to come. Two, this is the first episode of a series that I'm doing on the podcast called ranting quote like quarantine but we're ranting <laughs> quarantine sessions featuring the name of the guests that i'll be having i'm sorry if you hear my dogs on the background they have no common sense clearly this is what you get for living in a puerto rican household <laughs> Yeah, so this is the first episode to the new series since we're in quarantine, we finna be ranting, you know, it kind of fits. Yeah, I know it's kind of cheesy, but I like it, okay? Also, the way that I'm filming these next couple of episodes because of quarantine is through voice recordings and just like calls and stuff like that. So it would kind of fit making a series about it just to see how it all flows and stuff like that. The first time I tried this method was with my last episode of Vamos a Talk about mental health with my tia Nidia and it worked out pretty cool. It was kind of dope. I hope y'all liked it too. So yeah, that's the new series that I'm doing on the podcast. For today's episode, I had the honor and the privilege of having a conversation with my mentor, my leader, and just friend, Pastor Manny Gonzalez. He is a handful. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But it's just amazing to see all that he has done for the youth ministry at my church and in such a short amount of time. And it just goes to show how whenever you walk in obedience to where God is sending you and following the path that God has for your life, how everything just produces such good fruit. And that's literally all that I have seen through Pastor Manny's time here at Grace. And it's just impeccable to see someone with so much passion for what they do for with wanting to do everything with excellence and that's something that I don't take lightly and he doesn't either so I just can't wait to see the rest of the things that he comes up with he's an amazing leader and I'm just so 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 honored to call him a friend as well and we obviously through the phone because social distancing we had a conversation about what's been going on right now in our world uh, we're not specifically going to be talking about COVID, but we are just taking the rea- our new normal, our new reality, and shedding some light on it and connecting it to things that have happened through the Bible. We're going to talk about Paul and all that he had gone through in a point in his journey with Christ. So I hope y'all enjoy. Sit back, relax, and stay tuned. And we are live. Hello. <laughs> How you doing, sir? <laughs> I'm good. Yourself? I'm good. A little bit tired. This is the earliest I've gone up really? for the past three weeks. So we don't want we don't want to tell people the time, do we? No, no, we don't. Okay. Um, it's very upsetting. <laughs> it's it's not a bad time. Okay, I, okay, I'll expose myself. Like I would wake up like at eleven. Man. Eleven, eleven thirty. Man. I, I I've, know. I've I've maybe done that once or twice, but in my defense. I went to bed at like four or five in the morning. So wow, wow, 
that how, you you are you good though like i mean you know with your age you kind of need your wow. eight hours wow. <laughs> well i usually try to hit my eight hours so even though that's a diss uh mm. <laughs> i still welcome the eight hours i've got me a cup of coffee oh, okay. too oh same okay Co- okay let's talk about coffee how do you like your coffee black mm. yeah Wow. There's a funny story with that. I didn't used to like my coffee black. Ooh. Um, my first ministry job, I was the youngest. Everybody mm. was like over the age of 40. Oh, wow. At the church that I was working at. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, everybody, when we'd go to breakfast or we'd go to a coffee spot, everybody would get their coffee black and I would get what they would say a frou-frou coffee. Frou-frou. <laughs> sugar or some kind of flavor. or. Yeah. And I just hated getting made fun of every time. So mm-hmm. I started getting coffee black simply out of pure pressure. Oh, wow. And, uh, which I don't even know if they're my peers, but just simply out of pressure from my coworkers. And mm-hmm. then coffee itself is an acquired taste. And I just got used to drinking it black. And now that's the way I prefer it. Wow. Yep. And how was it at first? Like, was it just painful, like, to drink black coffee? Actually, no, it wasn't. Like, the... It was like diner coffee, so it's not like this super crazy strong taste. As a matter of fact, that's my favorite True. coffee is black, like diner coffee from some kind of like, like IHOP or Denny's or something. Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Very high expectations. Yeah. I went to Waffle House. Uh, Waffle House, I'm sorry, it's not my thing. Like, my body literally rejects Waffle House, and it's upsetting Cause I'm like, I want to get in the hype too. Like peer pressure. I'm just like, everybody's like Waffle House, Waffle House. And I'm like, I guess we can go. Cool. Yeah, but rough. my body rejects it every single time. And Waffle the first House time smacks. I went, ah, I'm, I, it does low key, but it's just not, it's not for me. I, I'm not called to enjoy Waffle House. So <laughs> I went, the first time I went, uh, the coffee was so bad. Like there was no rerounded. Like I tried adding sugar. I tried even adding creamer. It just made it worse each and every time. And I was like, I'm sorry. I, so diner coffee is an, is a no for me. I, yes. I'm bougie with my coffee. But we're not talking about coffee today. We are not. We we are not. Introduce yourself. Yeah. Pass, uh, Mr. Mr. You know, we don't know yeah. who you are. I'm Mr. sorry. Mr. We don't know who you are. My name is <laughs> Manny Gonzalez. I know much about this oh channel. Goodness. I've listened to almost every episode. And so you may you may hear this name, listeners, and you may think, oh, another Spanish speaker. <laughs> Tell him the truth, Pastor. You are sadly, sadly mistaken. Oh, wow. I mean, I could I could I could speak a little Upsetting. and I can understand it pretty much every time, but uh I am third generation That's <sighs> uh, okay. Hispanic. You're still loved. I'm third generation Mexican. So <laughs> As a matter of fact, English was, or Spanish was my first language, and then my sister and I started Mm -mm. going to school, and we stopped speaking Spanish altogether at home, at school, everywhere, and so I am- We we still accept you. Thoroughly out of place. We still accept you. (laughs) I have uh, the greatest honor and privilege to be uh, the youth pastor at the best, most amazing youth ministry in the Mm -hmm. world, and that's Grace Youth. Here in Grace Church in Houston. I've been in youth ministry, gosh, going on seven, eight years now. That's crazy. Somewhere around there. Um, and then I've been in full-time ministry, oh gosh, for almost 10 years now. Oh my goodness. So, he is uh, an elder, everybody. No, I'm not an... that old. I'm only, <laughs> I'm only 26 years old. 26? Uh, yeah. And so oh my goodness. a church took a chance on me right out of high school. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess... I guess I haven't messed up too badly since then because <laughs> right. people are keeping me around. Mm-hmm. 
Other than church life, I've got a beautiful wife that I've been married to for almost three years now, two and a half years. Her name is Sabrina. She is literally the best part of me and the best thing that's ever happened she to is. me. She is. And uh, that's the only way people uh, want to be with you because yeah, Sabrina. Seriously, Sorry. she's the, probably the only <laughs> reason why I'm here in Houston now. And then uh, I've got the coolest and chunkiest Australian shepherd you'd ever meet in your life. His name is Charlie. He is so I am cute. trying my best. I gave him a ball. I gave him treats. He is in another room, but he likes <laughs> to bark every now and then. So if you hear him, he's just saying hi. But yeah, that's that's a little bit about me. Love it. Love it. Pastor Manny. We we need to you know address the um, big elephant in the room. Is it that's how you say a big elephant in the room? No. Sure. <laughs> I literally do not know how to say any yeah, the, English the metaphor. In the room. You there you go. To add big. I mean, the elephants <laughs> are usually big. So. <laughs> no, but just in case the elephant's kind of small, yeah. but you know, it's still elephant. This is we a gotta, larger you know, elephant. Is, There's large elephants, this is a, and then there are larger ones, and this is a larger yes. one. She uh, or he, I don't know. We, I don't know. I say she a lot, so she's pretty hefty. Oh, um, she thick. Two C's. <laughs> I say three C's sometimes. Oh, so that's it's real thick. She thick, thick. Um, <laughs> COVID. We don't yeah. like her. No. Um, we really don't. No. <laughs> but it's not like we're gonna talk about COVID this entire episode. But we're going to. Just kind of like grasp how we yeah. can get through this, yeah. how we can handle this through scripture, through things that have happened, biblical people in the Bible, biblical the people Bible in the peoples. Bible. And so I just wanted to ask you and kind of like segue into what we're actually going to talk about. How has COVID uh, kind of been for you, especially you being in the ministry, um, doing everything that you're doing? And just how we can connect that to things that have happened in the Bible and how even not similar things, but things that we had to endure have happened to people in the Bible. So, yeah, take it away, sir. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely this is the first time, at least in my life, and I'm sure a lot of people could say that Mm -hmm. about theirs, where the whole world has been affected by one thing at one time. Yeah. Early on, I guess you could make a case for maybe nine eleven. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was I was young. I was in fourth grade, I think. You want to guess how old uh, I was? <laughs> how old were you? I was one. One years old. <laughs> Not even one, because that happened nine eleven. That was in two thousand one. Was it two thousand? Yeah, two thousand one. I was two thousand one. Uh, yeah, I had just turned one. Wow. There you go. So, I mean, the whole world obviously kind of knew of that and mm-hmm. you know that launched us into a war and that kind of thing but i don't know if it affected the world the way this is you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah and uh there's definitely been moments like this in history this isn't new for humanity but it's at least to me it's new for this generation the people living yeah now and so i don't know it's it's kind of a crazy time everybody in some way or another is affected whether it be Something as simple as you you don't lose your job, but you get to, you got to stay at home. Like you can't leave home, yeah. and you you kind of get a little insane, or or maybe you do lose your job, or maybe you get a loved one that's sick, or you know, in some some way, um, you're you're affected. Everybody is affected, and and the yeah, list of yeah. how people are affected to, could just go on and on. And like I said, you know, adversity, uh, struggle, the 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 tension that we feel isn't kind of a new thing, mm-hmm. uh, but the scale of it is definitely new. 
Yeah. So at least for me in 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 my life, um, it's definitely kept me busier. Yeah. Uh, to me, this is like when the church responds the most. You know yeah. what I mean? And so we, as a youth staff, I know you've been a huge part of this as well, Adora, um, for for Grace, yeah. but. We are trying our mm-hmm. best to give people yeah. hope, to make people laugh. Yeah. We got a lot of funny stuff that we're going it out. Is. We've it been, is. We've been we've been trying our best as a church to just get online, and just push content out to give people yeah. hope and 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 get their minds off of things and yeah. remind them still still who holds the plan. So mm-hmm. it's been it's been a busy season for me, but it hasn't been without trial. Yeah. We actually haven't really made this public, and I don't know if we're really planning to, but I definitely want to uh, mm-hmm. contribute. You know to the podcast and be open but yeah uh sabrina and i we found out about nine weeks ago um <gasps> that we were pregnant <gasps> and what? uh yeah oh my gosh don't go too quick <laughs> oh, oh never mind <laughs> it's okay uh, back. um god had other plans mm. it was kind of a it was kind of a crazy ride we yeah all the tests came back great everything was good mm-hmm. and we go for our our, our appointment and uh doctor tells us that uh she had something uh called a molar pregnancy oh, and uh, wow. not to get too graphic but what that means is mm-hmm. the egg was over fertilized usually it's just one one sperm that'll make it but this time it was two mm. and so that means there were too many chromosomes and mm. uh, it just makes it very difficult for life so it's, it's more of a growth that happened nothing yeah. uh, was ever really alive but all the blood tests show that there was you know, uh, something being formed and that kind of thing. So yeah, we were we were obviously devastated because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we it was something we were planning for. It's something that we wanted. Yeah, um, Sabrina, she had to have a surgery oh, uh, wow. to remove what wow. was growing, and this is the craziest part, Adara. Like mm-hmm. because of COVID, when Sabrina had, I wasn't even allowed in the hospital building. What? I was sitting in the parking lot for six hours waiting for uh, my wife. And she had to, no. she had, we, we had to obviously, you know, be upset over what happened and feel the disappointment, wonder mm-hmm. why God was doing what he was doing and not understanding the plan. Yeah. And then while this is happening, I couldn't even sit next to my wife while she had to go wow. undergo a surgery that, that we both wow. didn't want and that we both didn't need. And mm-hmm. it was, it was definitely difficult. I sat, as a matter of fact, those people were going to try to charge me for sitting in their freaking parking what? lot for too long. So I went down the street and sat at a Luby's parking lot <laughs> for six hours staring oh at the hospital gosh. building, waiting for my wife to be finished. And it was just, I just got to be real, Adara. It was probably mm-hmm. one of the hardest times I've ever had. And I can't in the even middle imagine. of wow. what's already difficult, mm-hmm. COVID has definitely affected everybody in a different way. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. And how are you guys um, now? How Sabrina? We're, we're doing good. Um, um, mm-hmm. The This happened a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, this really happened like the first week that the full official like big quarantine happened. Oh, wow. Yeah. So nerves were already like on high. Everybody mm-hmm. was already crazy. But he and I were doing good. Like I said, at the mm-hmm. beginning, we were very crushed. We were yeah. devastated. And, um, you know, we we're holding on to the fact that God has a plan and he knows what he's doing. Mm hmm. That's so the, good, yes. I guess the saving grace is, is you know, we, we had our checkup appointment uh, on Thursday, mm-hmm. actually, just this past Thursday. Oh, wow, yeah. What happened was, is is everything's looking good. The hormones need to go mm-hmm. back down for us to try again, but mm-hmm. she's very confident that, uh, that we'll be able to have babies in the future. There was a little scare that it may have been something more than just the molar pregnancy, and there would have been yeah. something wrong with her eye and that kind of mm-hmm. thing, but all the reports came back good, and 
it's it's not a no. Yeah. And that's the big yeah. thing. It's just a not right now. So yeah. we're we're holding on to that promise. We're holding mm-hmm. on to that truth. And Sabrina and I are doing much, much better now. Thank you for asking. That is so good. Your reaction and Sabrina's reaction, I bet, to this whole situation, like another response to if someone that might not have had their faith, might not even know Christ, and might not even have had their faith built up so much, like I bet you two have. Like it's so crazy how in those moments, you and Sabrina could have reacted a completely different way. Like y'all could have gone on and like, I I bet there was some anger and some frustration and confusion, oh, yeah. confusion, but it wasn't to the point where it completely blindsided you from God's right. truth, like you said, from God's promise that he has laid out for you guys in your marriage and your future. And I like, I honor you guys so much for that because it's so, I know for a fact that because y'all chose to still look at the bright side, to still continue to see in y'all's situation right now and in where you guys were at that moment, y'all, I bet that y'all chose to see beyond that. Y'all chose to see bigger than that because in those moments, and I can bet right now in COVID, like that's what we have to kind of see. Not to the point where we're just like only seeing the future and that's it and forgetting about the present, but like having faith and having hope for the future and knowing that there will be a future yeah. and that is just so amazing and i honor you guys for that thank you for y'all that. are amazing <laughs> they're my favorite people y'all by the way i won't i don't tell pastor manny this all the time because then he gets big-headed but <laughs> no <laughs> so, um, just kidding just, you know the the work that i get to do and it, it really has helped me kind of realize some things yeah talk with people all the time and that's that's really the number one question is like why do bad things happen mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Pastor Manny, I'm going through something right now. Why? Mm-hmm. Pastor Manny, I'm going through something right now. How do I respond? Yeah. There's there's always tension. There's always sickness. There's always mistakes. Mm-hmm. There's always somebody hurting somebody. There's always somebody frustrated. There's always a pandemic. There's always something. There's, yeah. uh, there's And like I said, we're all going through something right now. And I think I lived, you know, the first half of my life trying to avoid a mistake or trying to avoid pain. Wow. Or trying to avoid, you know, frustration. Mm-hmm. Just stay away from anything that, I mean, like, Adara, be honest with you, I, I, I barely hung out with friends outside of school growing up in high school. Like mm. I, And it was not because I was stuck up. It wasn't because I was, it was simply out of fear. It was, yeah. it was, it was me wanting to avoid anything and everything. I would watch, you know, some of the things that my older sister would go through. Mm-hmm. And I would think, well, if she would just avoid it, if she would just stay away from mm. it, it won't come to her. Yeah. But I, I know everybody probably listening. I know you could probably think of mm-hmm. a million instances in your life. Sometimes things just come to you. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes sometimes you wake up in the morning and the president's on the TV saying everybody's got to stay at their home because there's <laughs> a virus. There's nothing you did wrong. Yeah. There's nothing that you could have done to stop it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes things just come to you. And and I think what I've what I've realized is, you know, even if there's a thing that comes off from a place somewhere that you've never heard of in China and somehow it affects you. The the goal is to not try to avoid it. Mm. The goal is to not figure out ways that you, you don't get affected or that, that, that your life is, is, is perfect or free. Mm-hmm. I think if, if you realize this, and I think this is the reason why Sabrina and I were able to respond, you know, to this pandemic. And then obviously mm-hmm. to the news that we found out as we, we kind of thought through our goal is to not, 
avoid the problems. Our goal yeah, is to figure yeah. out how we're going to respond to them, mm-hmm. who we're going to be in in the midst of the issue. How are we going to come out of it better? Yeah. How are we yeah. going to come out of it stronger? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yes. Hello. But no, that's so good because it's sometimes instead of responding to things, we react. Yeah. And that's not, it's not what God kind of like wants us to do. Cause it's crazy how whenever people have told me this, like I, I kind of be like, that's the same thing. Whenever you're responding to something, you're like reacting to it. And they're like, no, no, no. There's a difference between reacting and responding. That's like right. reacting, it's like you're going off of your flesh and you're going like at the, what you feel at that moment, you're just going with it responding is when you let what is going on like sit in and let it ponder and then you can let your spirit evaluate and let the spirit just kind of like show you in a way how to like go about the situation and yeah definitely with this time it's something that we really have to focus on for sure. one way i've heard that before and you're you're spot on is uh reaction is through emotion Mm-hmm. response is through wisdom wow yeah that's so so good reaction is oh like something mm-hmm. just poked me ah, I'm, mm-hmm. ah that hurt ah yeah you know what i mean like that's there's yeah. just there's just an initial mm-hmm. how does that make me feel in this moment yeah. and what we know about emotion what we know about feeling it isn't always the truth it isn't always evidence of 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 what really is but when you can yeah respond to something in wisdom mm-hmm. you can actually have all of the facts kind of put in the in the picture you have every piece of the puzzle yeah and your response yeah. can be way better than your reaction for sure yeah that's for sure when i think about people then obviously like you said i'm in i'm in ministry so it's hard for me to not think about the the bible people come on now <laughs> there's a there's there's a guy in the bible he's probably my favorite obviously aside from jesus of course uh my favorite character in the Bible, uh, my favorite person ever, you know, we really get to glean from, and th- and that's Paul. Mm-hmm. And the reason why Paul is kind of one of my favorite because he's got like an ambition that I wish I had. Mm. Like his, he's got this ambition, um, not just to be the best person he can be, but God said, I want you to be somebody that like tells everybody, like goes to different yeah. countries and tells people about me. Yeah, and Paul's like, bet. Mm-hmm. Don't say less. I'm going. Like, Literally, I'm, he's a definition I'm, of say less. <laughs> and 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 what he did is he gave up his life. Like the dude was never married. He mm-hmm. traveled hundreds of miles to spread the good news. Yeah. And it was probably the most like they didn't have cars then. They didn't have trains. Like he walked and rode donkeys and horses and was in care. Like mm-hmm. it was probably the most difficult time in history. Yeah. The Roman Empire was taking over and there was there was kingdoms all over the place that were that were oppressing them and and regardless regardless of of the time situation and the date you know Paul said yes mm-hmm. and while making a whole lot of enemies he in and enduring a whole lot of trials he reached millions of people like the church mm-hmm. was spread to as big as it is today we yeah. probably know yeah. Jesus because of Paul yeah yeah millions yeah. of people now no Christ and he understood what it took. Yeah. And he reached for, sure. for generations, you know, to make to make God's name mm-hmm. great. And still to this day. Like to this day. We're talking about him right now. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And it's just like you said like people especially in ministry people that read the Bible in general like they I'm that ambition that he had like you mentioned is you can clearly see it in everything that he does. Yeah. And it's just like 
this man was in jail in prison and he was still writing to churches and yeah. he, he was all over the place and he was still dedicated to doing what god had like allowed him to do for the yeah. rest of his life that's good yeah if you don't know this for anybody listening paul is accredited most people believe that he wrote two-thirds of the new testament mm. which there were a lot of writers in the new testament as well but because <laughs> yeah. people revered you know the new testament's mostly made up of letters because people revered his writing so much wow when when they were deciding okay what is going in the bible mm-hmm, they, mm-hmm. it was just undeniable we wanted paul we yeah. needed paul so paul was a smart guy you know he didn't he didn't see trial as an obstacle. Mm. He saw it as something that was building strength, making him better. Yeah. You know, there's a there's a chapter that I'm reminded of in Paul, and it's a chapter that I I kind of keep close to my heart, especially in the midst of the season that we're in now and any season. You know, it's a chapter. As a matter of fact, it's not something new. I went through something pretty rough a couple years back mm. um, with a student who had committed suicide, and it was something that as a as a young student pastor. It was hard to do, um, but then to lead other students in our student ministry through that, it was difficult. And it yeah. was it was a passage by Paul that honestly gave me a lot of strength, gave me a lot of courage. It was a passage that has encouraged me even within these weeks of COVID and what happened between Sabrina and I. But it's in mm-hmm. Acts chapter 27. And really what it is, it's, it's Paul as a prisoner on a Roman ship. Mm-hmm. And Paul and the passenger on, of this ship are facing like this imminent death. Like the, 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 the ship is starting to go down. <laughs> and the only reason why Paul is on this ship to begin with, Adara, is because he was literally telling people about Jesus. And that was against the law. Wow. And a lot of people were getting yeah. very unhappy with him. Mm-hmm. And like he was making such a big fuss. He was making such a big deal mm-hmm. that even Caesar, all the way back in Rome, was like, somebody arrest this dude. <laughs> Somebody, bring him somebody take this man. <laughs> Seriously, like that's how big of an impact that yeah. the the emperor of the largest, one of the largest empires in history, mm-hmm. but the largest empire in that time, mm-hmm. knew who he was. That's wild. And, and knew the fuss that he was making. Mm-hmm. And he sent like some guy to send a letter all the way to where, God, uh, where Paul was mm-hmm. and, and say, look, arrest this dude and bring him straight to me. I want to talk to him. That's crazy. So, so Paul's on this ship, this Roman ship with a bunch of other prisoners, and they're on their way to Rome right now mm-hmm. so that he could be judged by Caesar himself. And, you know, what I what I what I think often is Paul could have easily been like, God, look, I know you told me to spread this gospel, like to tell everybody. But do you not see what it's doing to me in my life? Yeah. Like. Aren't you supposed to be taking care of me right now? Like, Hello. I'm doing what you yeah. asked me to do. Mm-hmm. At the very least, can you take care of me? Yeah. And I think, Adar, if I'm being honest, I think a lot of people become Christians for that reason. Mm. Like, let's just be, can we just be real for a second? How do, yeah. How, how real do we get on this podcast? Oh, real, real. Come on, okay. laid out. So then on the laid real, out. real, God ain't your fairy godmother. <laughs> Period. Like, God ain't, God ain't a magical wizard. You don't put your problems under the pillow and he mm-hmm. comes and takes them and then gives you a quarter and makes you feel better mm-hmm. like that that's not god yeah and i think yeah. so many become so many people become christians because they think god is going to change their circumstances yeah hear me yeah. god changes circumstance yeah god gives hope mm-hmm. but that's not god's primary objective yeah yeah and i yeah. think people think that yeah i think yeah. they think that god wants you know 
God wants to just just fix everything in your life. Yeah. As long as we live on this earth, there will be sin. Mm-hmm. There will be hurt. There mm-hmm. will be pain. God promises when we go to heaven that all of that is going to go away. Oh, yeah, for sure. But God does not promise you a perfect life. Exactly. He wants and you to live biblical. a blessed and more abundant life yeah. on this earth. Yeah. And the only way that's going to happen is through him. Yeah. We're going to get peace through him. We're going to get comfort mm-hmm. through him. We're going to know that he's got a plan. Mm-hmm. He's going to work all things, even the bad things for our good. God yeah. is going to do all of those things. But God has never promised one time in the Bible that he's going to take away all your problems. Yeah, because I've, I don't know if this was something that was told to me or it just like a light bulb came to me. It was literally like if God actually promised us a perfect life just full of rainbows and butterflies why would think about it why would we need him if that's what he promised yeah like if he said you whenever you accept jesus as your lord and savior savior and you want to follow me you're never gonna have a problem in your life so why would we want to go to him yeah or continue to worship him or continue to do this if we don't go through moments in our life not saying that we only go to god whenever we're at our lowest point we can but that's not like why he's there he's right. not just there for the for the lows he's there for the highs right because he is the one that allows us to go to the highest. that's right so it's just like come to think of it like you're just saying he didn't promise us a perfect life he promised us a life that's abundant whenever we fall in him but you're still, we're still going to go through trials. We're gonna, still going to go through these things, literally the exact same things that Jesus had to go through. Not the exact same, but just if Jesus went through trials, like we're going to do so as well. Love that. So it's just like we need to realize that although becoming a Christian and being a Christian and accepting Jesus as our Savior is a good thing and life is going to be oh so good, yeah. but we still have to like get in our minds that we're going to go through things and we most likely won't ever understand them (laughs) like there's things that like god doesn't see i had to actually accept this because it was a bit frustrating (laughs) but god doesn't just give it to you he doesn't tell you hey this is the reason why you're going through this he he has it i don't know if someone if y'all listening and god told you why covid is happening let me know like hit me (laughs) hit me up like exactly i need to be near you exactly and so but he doesn't do that which is a good thing and a bad thing in itself because we go to him more and we not just to find the answer but because he is our answer yeah it's just like at this moment you are our only answer god so we're just gonna stick with you for the ride and for however long this may well, be i mean it's, it's a simple question adara if everything mm-hmm. was perfect would god mean anything mm-hmm. let's think about your family for a second mm-hmm. your sister your mom who whoever is close to you anybody listening whoever your favorite person is mm-hmm. would they mean anything to you if you didn't <laughs> go through some stuff with them mm-hmm. yeah like yeah you're their blood you're always gonna love them yeah but I, I just think it's so funny that even birth requires so much energy effort and even some pain Oof. yeah and then you get a mom her life is now complete mm-hmm. it feels like mm-hmm. the moment a baby is born mm-hmm. like nothing worth having comes easy yeah the, so the trial, the struggle is what makes you appreciate it, yeah. is what makes you love it. My sisters know everything. Like, my, my sisters can give you every reason why the word pastor shouldn't be in front of my name. They know shouldn't be? everything. Yeah, they know wow. everything. Yeah. And yet, they're, they're, they're some of my biggest supporters. Wow. Because they love me. They see where I've been and where I've come from mm-hmm. and where I am now. 
Wow. And they wow. see the good. Mm-hmm. They they recognize the Does that make sense? Like Yes, yes. I think so many times we we run like like I said earlier, like we run from issue, we run from frustration, we run mm-hmm. from trial, and we don't realize that it makes us better. Wow, yes. Yes. We don't realize that it that it actually does more good that we we recognize. Yeah. You know, like I said in the, in this chapter Acts 27 and it's starting in verse 21, Paul says something to the centurion he goes we could have avoided all this trouble and trial mm. like that's literally what he started with like if if you would have listened to me and not gone this way or if or if you would have just let me go we could have avoided all this trouble and twi- trial but there's no need to dwell on that now yeah yeah from now on things are looking up adara the boat is still going down <laughs> The boat is still about to go down and they're in the middle of the ocean. Mm -hmm. And he literally has like the audacity to look at the person that has him in chains and says, hey, bruh, don't worry. Things are looking up. Yeah. Like this centurion is probably thinking like this dude's a loon. Like this dude's crazy. (laughs) The sea has gone to him too much. He's been in this boat for too long. Yeah. Yeah. And then with confidence, he looks at him. Paul looks at the centurion. He says, I can assure you that you that there will not be a single drowning among us. Mm. Although I can't say as much for the ship itself. (laughs) Yeah. That that ship is doomed. It's going to go down. Yeah. Just like, you know, she she gone. But we're going to be all right. That's crazy. And then it goes on to say, verse 23, last night, God's angel stood by my side. An angel of this God I serve saying to me, don't give up, Paul. Wow. And like for me, like even just that point. Like God could have sent us an angel to said anything. Mm-hmm. Like here's here's the crazy part. The angel came and he said four words: "Don't give up, Paul." Wow. So when the angel heard "Don't give up, Paul," he looks at the centurion and says, "We're not gonna drown. Mm-hmm. The ship is probably gonna go down, but all of us are gonna survive." Can you tell me where the angel said that? <laughs> where? No. Literally, way. the angel said, "Don't give up, Paul." This man said, "All right, bet." <laughs> So, and I, I think this is something to be learned from here. So Paul's yeah, gone yeah. through all of his trouble. all the, And this is the first time he's been persecuted for what he's done. Mm. You know, and this is the first time as he, is, he hasn't been in Like Paul has been going through it for God. Right. Mm-hmm. And even then, Paul still has the audacity to be like, we're going to be OK. Yeah. The angel said not to give up. Just like the Bible says, God is with you. Mm. The, all, that's all the Bible says. The Bible mm-hmm. didn't say. You know, Manny, God's going to give you a baby tomorrow. Don't worry mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. Da, da, da. The Bible just says he works all things for my good. Yeah. What I need to do now, and the same thing that Paul did is take that and then believe and proclaim promises from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I love that's what Paul does. He 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 just says, you know what? I'm not going to give up mm-hmm. because God told me not to give up. Wow. He didn't tell me why not to give up. He didn't tell me the. he didn't lay out the plan, the perfect plan to make my life better. Mm-hmm. He just said, I'm here with you. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that's a promise in itself. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, it is. And I think the angel represents many times in our life where God's brought us through it before. Mm -hmm. Like we can look back and be like, okay, God was in that. Just like God's with the angel. Obviously he sent. Yeah. God's in that. Mm -hmm. And so we, we can think through that anytime we don't know what tomorrow looks like. We Mm -hmm. just say, you know what? I know God's in it. Yeah. I don't the have same to God give that up. is wait the same God that was yesterday is today the same God today and is the yeah. same God that you're gonna see tomorrow yeah and I feel He's like whenever we through moments where like now in our new reality and even Paul at this moment like I'm pretty sure at some points he had to have a flashback of his entire life like he had to see where he came from what he was doing beforehand before God literally blinded the dude <laughs> and told him like you need to get right 
that's how I always see it. Like, okay, you've been wilding out too much. (laughs) Go on. But it's just like, and even in my personal life, like I have to see in moments where I'm at my lowest in moments where I literally, I know that God is there with me, but I can't mentally or spiritually get myself to believe that. I go back to where I was, to how I used to be, to how I was before God and how to literally say like, if it wasn't for God, nothing nothing would have happened i would literally not be the person i am today or i would literally not be where i am today and i feel like in this passage that's what kept on like bringing up to me like paul like you just said by the simple words of don't give up paul already reassured and had that promise instantly like we're not we're gonna be all right your ship is gonna be bad though like (laughs) don't even hope for that but like yeah like we're gonna be all right because the angel's message which was what god told the angel to say that my God promised me not to give up yeah. because we're going to be all right. And he has shown that already before. Yeah. Back whenever I first met him, he like he said, you're going to be all right. Regardless of all the prisons that he was in, everything that he had to endure, God was there. And that's just so that's so good. That's so you good. know what it reminds me of. Like you ever have a day like you're at Disney World oh, or you see somebody that that you haven't seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. And you have you ever heard yourself say, I just wish this day would never end mm-hmm. because you know, it's gonna, mm-hmm. yes. you know, that in the moment that you're in right now, you know, I thought that of my wedding day, the moment that I'm in right now, it's going to end. Mm-hmm. And it, and it's a sad thing, Yeah. but it's so funny when the, when the shoes on the other foot, when we're having a bad day, we think, well, this day will never end. Oh, wow. <laughs> when it comes to yeah. the good things, we just, we just know it's going to be so quick. That, mm-hmm. that, like we're so easy to look at the glass half empty. Yeah. Yeah, like it's so easy for us to go there, but it's so hard for us to stay in the glass half full. Mm, come on. The the one thing that I remember is that God has always promised a tomorrow. Yeah. And so even the the feeling, and I think that's Paul, like the feeling of, I really believe that somebody need to hear it today. Don't mm-hmm. give up. Yeah. Do not give up because yeah. today, this COVID thing, mm-hmm. August or uh, April thirtieth is going to come. Oh yes. Don't say August, please. <laughs> Maybe that was a, I'm not a prophet, no, but maybe, maybe I'm about no. to find out that I am one. I don't know. <laughs> I hope oh, not. Please. I hope I'm awful. <laughs> um, anyway, I guess what I'm getting at is this, this is going to pass too. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. no day lasts forever. Yeah. So the goal is to not give up. Yeah. Nothing, nothing. If you, and this is going to sound like morbid, but it's the truth. If you die tomorrow, it's still not the end. Yeah. As long as we put our hope and faith and trust in Jesus, mm-hmm. we're, we, we've we got a tomorrow that's going to last for eternity. Yeah, that's so good. In heaven with God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do not give up. Yeah. Do not give up. Come on, Pastor. I can literally say that and you are. <laughs> I can say that you actually are one. I love it. All right. All right. Are you down to go through the rest of the scripture? Because I think there's Come some on things now. we can still learn from. Let's go in. Okay. So then it goes on to say, you're going to stand before Caesar yet. Mm-hmm. He's telling the centurion, and everyone sailing with you is also going to make it. So dear friends, take heart. Take heart. I love that. I believe God will do exactly what he told me, but we're going to shipwreck on some island or another. Wow. And on the 14th night, the drift somewhere on the Adriatic Sea at about midnight, the sailors sensed that they were approaching land. Sounding, they measured a depth of 120 feet and shortly after 90 feet. Afraid that they were about to run aground, they threw out four anchors and prayed for daylight. They wanted to see where they were, and they were hoping Mm -hmm. that they were near an island. Some of these sailors trying to jump ship, they let down the lifeboat, pretending they were going to set more anchors from the bow. Paul said, uh, saw through their guys and told the centurion and the soldiers, "If if these sailors don't stay with the ship, we're all going down. 
The soldiers cut the lines to the lifeboat and let it drift off. This is what I learned from that part. Mm-hmm. If God knows that God, or if Paul knows that God's got a plan, why do we try to change it? Mm. Like, why do we try to fix it? Yeah. Paul's literally telling these soldiers, yeah. don't try to do it on your own. Mm-hmm. Doing it on your own, God is this far anyway. Period. Doing it on your own messed <laughs> us up already. Yeah. So stop trying to fix it. Mm. God's got it. Stop trying to be God. Stop trying to be God, people. Stop trying. Even, to be- <laughs> even in the middle of this, mm-hmm. Adara, stop trying to be God. Mm. God's got it. Yeah. He's got a plan. And that's Trust him. that's so crazy that it's just we're so human. Yes. <laughs> Sometimes, like that, and I I believe that I addressed this in my last episode, like. We are so human, and even in the little things, like, we want, just by wanting to control something, we automatically are taking the position of God. Because we literally have no control over absolutely anything in our lives. Like, the simplest thing as, you probably planned, and this is for me, like, this actually happened, I was kind of sad. I planned of having mac and cheese (laughs) for lunch yesterday. Like, I was planning it. Like, I was there. I wanted to be like, yo, like, this is what I'm making. That's it. And then my mom comes like, no, we have a pizza in the freezer. (laughs) This is what you're going to have. No, like, no questions asked. And I was like, dang. And then I ended up having pizza for lunch. Like, it's just those little things. Like, it's just like, you want, like, we want to try. I'm not saying that I was trying to be God in that moment, obviously. (laughs) Because I was just thinking about my lunch. But it's just like, in a grander scale, like, these things were just like, oh, it's this small. Like we we can have our yeah. say. We can have we can plan. We can do this and that and this that. But it's just like God. It, I just feel like whenever we try to like plan out or control something, God is just looking at us. It's like okay, I'm gonna just let you do whatever you want to do whenever you want to listen to me. I'm right here. Yeah. So let me know. So it's just like in those moments, like we just wanna. It's crazy because we're so quick to do so and we don't even know it. Like it's so such good. an like such an unconscious that's whenever we remind ourselves like oh we are human like what we can control is how we worship god how we praise him how we make sure that everything that we do in our lives we're doing it for him and for his glory and we're doing everything we're being good stewards of what he's given us that's something that we can control and that's something that he has given us the control over but trying to do this everything else racking your brain over something you're not supposed to be racking your brain that's when god is just like just let me do me like which is easier said than done obviously like this is me preaching to myself it's so easier said than done but it can be done at the end of the day it's not impossible yeah and god is literally saying right here dara don't jump ship exactly like don't give up and what are these people doing and they're trying to jump the ship (laughs) exactly they're trying to leave and god's just saying just stay in the boat with me Mm -hmm. i got you just mm-hmm. stay in the boat with me. Goes on to say, with dawn about to br- break, Paul called everyone together. And I love this because this to me is so spiritual. Mm. He proposed breakfast. Mm. I don't know about you. And this is really not spiritual, but it's, <laughs> it's still true. Uh, when I'm going through something tough, I need some good food. Mm-hmm. And Paul knew this as well. So I guess it is a biblical principle now, right? That when things are bad, just get you some good, get you some good grub. Yep. <laughs> Literally us during this quarantine. Yeah. He goes, this is the 14th day we've gone without food. Imagine how mad these people were. Like, I know I would have (laughs) been. If I don't eat for more than three hours, I would lose (laughs) my salvation. I would would just be like, God, no, thank you. Nope, I don't want it. (laughs) But for them, it was like none of us felt like eating. But I urge you to eat something now is what Paul is telling them. You'll need strength for the rescue ahead. You're going to come out with this without even a a scratch. So Paul is still encouraging, and uh, and we're getting to it. I'm hurrying. But Paul is still encouraging uh, them here like, Guys, 
we need our strength because God's mm-hmm. going to do something crazy. Yeah, yeah. We don't know it. He hasn't told me. Mm-hmm. No promise. All the angels said was don't give up. Yeah. No promise of anything. But I just, I just feel it. I just know God. I've seen him work before. Mm-hmm. I just need to keep my strength up because I need to be ready to do whatever he wants me to do when he's ready to do what he's going to do. To yeah. me, I just wish, man, I had that kind of vision. <laughs> I wish I had that kind of strength. Yeah. You know, I wish, I wish that, that when I was faced with big obstacles, big trials in my life, and I, I, I somehow had the courage like Paul to speak that much faith over me and my circumstance and over the people around me. Yeah. Like speak through faith. What I believe is true, regardless of that circumstance to yeah. speak vision in life to those around us instead of cower in our situation. Mm, that's so you know, good. Maybe we can like, maybe in moments when we're frustrated, we can ask the Holy spirit to empower us to bring life and vision into mm-hmm. our homes and families. Yeah. Instead of allowing ourselves to be crippled by by fear. Yeah. Maybe instead of praying that God will deliver you from this, we can pray that God will use this as a tool to yeah. make our family stronger, yeah. to make ourselves stronger. You yes, know what I mean? Yes, that's so good. And like in addition to that, that's been something that even right now in this, these past couple of weeks, that's like some things that I've been going through spiritually. It's such a big shift to even pray differently in that manner to instead of saying why god like why are these things like what happening like take this away god like i don't want to deal with this like these are things that like for me uh struggling with some things of my past like at first i was praying like god take this away like i know what this will bring me i know the consequences of these things like i just mainly out of the fear of going down the same path that i know will bring like not good things But God immediately, like, he showed me that I can shift that prayer to why is this going on? Not in a way of, oh my gosh, why? But in a way of show me, God, why I'm going through these things. Show me, switch my perspective. Show me what you want to, what you're trying to teach me. Show me what, what I can do through this time to grow from this. And what we had said earlier, like these trials that we're going through, like show me how I can be strengthened. Show me how I can, how I can build my faith with what I'm going through. And with what you said, you went right into it. Having this be a tool for us, like allowing God to bring these things that we're going through and giving us the tools to to endure through this. Um, I actually had a conversation with Joshua and I had told him like, it's crazy how in this moment, God more than ever, at least for me, he has brought to light so quick things that I need to work on, things that I need to clean up in my spirit, things that I need to clean up in my heart. But I also had to allow him to show me what tools I need to use in order to clean whatever I need to clean. Like he, we could be like, okay, God, you show me that. Okay. I'm going to fix it. Mm. And it's just like, that's again, us trying to take Mm. control over it. It's just like, if God lays out, he has all the tools laid out for us, but he, if whenever we like want to take control and take action too quick, we might end up using a hammer to sweep the floor or something like that. You know? We need to allow God at all times to be in control of him showing us what we need to get rid of and what we need to work on and also show us the tools that we need in order to do so. And that's when things we can start moving forward in our path and start taking those steps that God wants us to take. So that shift of perspective in prayer is so, so, so pivotal. And that's something that I've learned. And I'm pretty sure that like, has that also like worked for you, that shift in prayer in all that we've endured as of lately. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the crazy part is, is Paul didn't get to this place of faith while this was happening. Mm. He was wow. able to be this strong in his belief, be this strong yeah. in his 
trust and his faith because he started praying before this happened adora wow yeah he started believing and trusting before the trial mm -hmm. like we we have an opportunity right now literally the whole world is paused yeah and we could be wasting and i feel like i've said this like seven times but it's it's because i believe it with my whole heart mm -hmm. we could be wasting away you know watching netflix sleeping in yeah sleeping yeah. into like three in the afternoon <laughs> You know, stop we convicting could, me. No, no, I said three. I was later. I was later for you. You wasn't. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Uh, we could, we could really let this moment pass us, where we, mm -hmm. where we literally have all the time in the world for our families and for our God. Yeah. And we could, in a moment where our faith is tested, we could build our faith not just for today but for tomorrow. Yeah. Because here's the thing that I know, and if you haven't figured it out yet, listener, while you've been listening this whole time. Yeah. Another trial is going to come before your life ends. It's going to happen. Mm. Another frustration, another worry, another fear. Yeah. Our job yeah. is to not be reactive. Our job is to be preemptive. Mm. That's like, so good. Be ready. Yeah. Be ready. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, let's. I think it's even in the scripture. 42. <laughs> come on. The soldiers now. decided to kill the prisoners so no one could escape by swimming. But the centurion determined to save Paul. Stop them. Okay. I want to stop here. It's not even in my notes, but I just remember this. Mm. When your faith is big, Adara, Come on when now. you trust God in a circumstance, it's contagious. Yeah. The centurion is watching Paul mm -hmm. just work it. Wow. And he's seeing that everything that Paul is believing is coming true. Mm -hmm. And that he could just really, really, if, if he has the same faith as Paul, maybe his life is going to be all right as well. Yeah. So he's determined to save Paul. Mm -hmm. He doesn't want the other people to kill the prisoners because Paul, he's seeing life now in Paul. He's seeing truth wow. now in Paul. He's seeing, he's seeing like this dude is the real deal. Yeah. So he gave orders for everyone to stop. Not just not just the the soldiers, but everyone, including the prisoners, That's to so swim good. and dive, grab a plank, and everybody ended up making it to safety. Your faith saves you. Wow! And wow. not only does your faith save you, it saves other people. Wow! It builds and encourages other people. Those that don't even believe in God, the Romans. Yeah. The the reason why they were they were convicting Paul. The reason why Paul was was somebody on Caesar's like bad list mm -hmm. was because the Romans had a whole nother set of gods yeah, and they didn't like this, this Jesus God that he was talking about. And the centurion is a Roman. He believes in those gods. Wow. But all of a sudden his faith is now changed because of Paul. That's so good. That's so, so good. The, the, your job to be preemptive, mm -hmm. your job to have faith and build trust. You probably got people in your home with you right now. Adora. I know mm. I do. Mm. As a man of my house, as a pastor, I've got people looking at me. Yeah. And my faith yeah. needs to be strong so that I can be contagious and make other people's face. Strong. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe we could save some people along the way. Yeah. And that can even like cycle back to you because your faith continues to be strong. That spreads to other people. And whenever at moments, because we are human at the end of the day, whenever yeah. at moments where our faith can be weak, those people that we've our faith has been contagious to and they've received it, they can build us back up. Right. And they can be able to go up because I'm pretty sure that like there's been moments in all of our lives where we give and give and give and give and our faith is at an all time high and we go all the way out. And but we 
run empty mm. like we go down yeah. and we're just like we're tired and we're weary and then god brings us to remembrance and even to those that we've poured into he brings that into remembrance and those people that we've poured into continue to pour into us that is something that literally so many people have told me especially in this time where i'm more in the church now and doing more things for the ministry like there's been people that they see that and they've seen how much i've given and they've even gone back like hey you need to rest like yeah. the simplest thing of you need to rest. Oh, hey, you're doing so good to affirm me or anything like that. Like that fuels me back up in oh, a way. Good. So it's so, it's so it's so good that you said that about your faith being contagious because it's just, we can be. I think Pastor Landon had like talked about us this in the internship that I'm in. Like we dedicate our lives to doing everything for Christ and doing everything for Him, and that's all that we're focused on doing. But we never know. This is what, oh, he was talking to this about whenever Mary Magdalene, whenever she poured the perfume that she had, literally everything that she had onto the feet of Jesus. Like, perfume smells. It smells good. Yeah, and so it's crazy that whenever she did so, it caught the attention of others mm. as to what she was doing because of the smell. But it then got to the attention of others as to, like, why is she doing that? It made them curious and it made them think, like, she literally laid down all that she had to the feet of Jesus. This man must be something. What That's a resemblance of us and what we do. Like, we need to make sure that whatever that we're doing and everything that we're doing for Christ, that we need to make sure that we're also letting it be echoed. We're letting that fragrance that we're giving off go to other people so they can see. And we're immediately connecting them towards Jesus because... We are called to be fishers of men so in our good. life. So in everything that we do, yeah. yeah, we do it for Christ, but we're also doing it so other people can join in. So well, you, you just hit something, Adar, like that is literally the commission. God, yeah. is, God wants us to obey the commandments. He wants us, but he's actually purposed every individual, not just, mm -hmm. see, I think this is where people get it mixed up. Not just pastors. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's called the great commission. God literally said the moment that you say yes to me and the moment that you believe my truth mm -hmm. and who I am. Mm -hmm. It is now your job. It yeah. is your mandate. You are commissioned yeah. to go and reach new people for Christ. That's so good. I, I, this is this could be very controversial for people, mm. but I really believe that you're not really being a Christian until you do that. Yeah, that's so and good. And if that's something that, if you're like one of those, well, I'm shy, I don't talk to people. Mm -hmm. God has commissioned us. It's not yeah. an option. It's, this is what I need mm -hmm. because that's what they need. It's almost yeah. like saying, it's almost like saying somebody jumped overboard. Like the, the like we'll just use a ship example, and they're yeah. out in sea, but you're too shy to throw them a lifeboat. Yeah, literally, literally. This wow. is this is heaven or hell, life or death. You're wow. saving people, and you're telling me you're too shy to speak up and say, "Hey, captain, slow the ship down." Mm. There's, I mean, seriously, that's so good. It is it is what God has commissioned us mm -hmm. to be and do. Yeah, and and I love yes. it because even in this example where lives are being threatened, mm -hmm. Paul is still finding a way to encourage somebody in their faith. Yes, yes. So, so we're, we're, we're done reading, we're pretty much done reading the scripture, mm -hmm. and there's three things still from this scripture that I think we've learned from. Horrible trial and test. He had the gumption in him to hold on to Jesus, to hold on to his faith, to keep his vision, and to keep his strength. Paul was in it. Yeah. And now a ship full of people that would have died without him had new life. Because of him, because of him and his faith. Wow. And this is what I learned is that we mm -hmm. were born for this, Adora. Yeah. Like, yes. Humanity, not just Paul, yeah. but God made us resilient. God made us 
so that we could that we could work through this. I mm-hmm. think emotion isn't something that hinders us or chains us yeah, or binds that's us. So good. It's something that empowers us, encourages us. Yeah. Our mind, our body, our spirit, especially yeah. with the Holy Spirit's help. God has made us to be resilient. Yes, God has made so us good. to be overcomers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not to be people so of fear, good. not to be people to run away. Mm-hmm. I, fr- I think the first thing that we can learn from is we got to know it's coming. Yeah. The moment that you know that trial is coming your way the, is the moment that you'll be best prepared for it. Yeah. It's like when like the Cold War happened. Everybody was afraid because everybody had nuclear missiles. So what did people start doing? They started building bunkers and like putting all this food underground. Mm-hmm. And now that's a whole crazy kind of thing. Yeah. But what I'm getting at is like they knew something was coming. Yeah. Yeah. So either you could just sit in your room and cry about it. <laughs> Literally. Yes. Or you could prep and yeah. know, okay, I know trial is going to come in my life. Yeah. Yeah. Who do I need to be when that trial comes? Mm-hmm. How mm-hmm. do I want to respond? Not react. Yeah. How do I want to so respond good. when trial comes? Yeah, that's so good. And, and not think that you have to figure out what that trial is. No. Because God is definitely not going to show you that. Did anybody notice that? <laughs> so. And nobody know. <laughs> it ain't our job to figure nobody that out. Nobody knew. Our job is just yes. to know that it will come. Something will come. Yes. That's so good. That's so good. And that's a big thing that we need to realize too, that to remind us of the promise that trial will come and we will not be having a life full of rainbows and pixie dust. I keep changing it. I said rainbows and butterflies. Now it's rainbows great, and pixie dust. I like dust. pixie dust. <laughs> but like you said, we have to be prepared. But prepared for me, which is also like something that I need to work on. Prepared for me is just like I need to be in my word every single day. I need to be dedicating three hours of prayer. Like prepared for me is just like I need to have checked out these things on my list. And then I'll say, oh, I'm prepared. But Pastor Manny, kid you not, God, he's so good. He's so good. But he, he's so good. But he literally had to stop me in my tracks of trying, mm. of me realizing that I was trying to have this perfect relationship with him. This perfect, like I needed to fix all these things. I needed to be just like wow. super, not had these thoughts of like yeah. whatever I uh, have gone through in my past, like not have these temptations. But that was me unconsciously doing this. And he literally had to tell me, you need to stop trying to have a perfect relationship with me because you are not perfect. That's so good. You will never be truly prepared for anything yeah. in life. Like literally. And whenever we're saying be prepared, it's just like be prepared. Prepare your yeah. heart to go through That's these trials. It. Prepare your heart to hear God. And he and it's crazy how like I did I saw it the other day. He they someone said he whispers because he's near. Mm. He doesn't whisper because he's just like, that's just how he talks. He whispers because he's that's near. So and it's just like, that's we so need good. to I mean, prepare our on, hearts and our down. spirit. I got right <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> uh, but he, like, he wants us to prepare our hearts to hear him. He wants us to prepare our hearts to be ready for these trials and to endure and so to, because we're not meant to survive. We're meant to thrive. That's right. And he wants to like pre- prepare our minds and our hearts and our souls to believe that. And it's just like, yeah, it's, we need to stop trying to like have all this together and think, oh, because we did X, Y, Z, we were good. We're prepared. We're like, we kind of like, again, the concept of us trying to be God, we dictate whenever we're ready. Yeah. We dictate whenever we're prepared. And we'll say, okay, if this, com- if COVID comes, 
We're going to be ready. We're going to be ready. Boy, you didn't know. If COVID-20 <laughs> comes. You didn't know COVID was going to come. In Jesus' name, we don't know, know exactly. COVID-20. Exactly. Come on. But, <laughs> but if it comes, we're ready. Exactly. Exactly. So like that, you're, you're right on it. Why are we shocked? Mm. I'm not shocked when I find sickness in my body anymore. Yeah. I'm not shocked when I find out my parents are getting divorced. I'm, mm. I'm not shocked when I lose my brother in a car accident. Yes, mm. I'm broken. I'm not saying yeah. that it doesn't affect you or that, you know, you should just put your chin up and not mourn or yeah. I'm not saying not go through the emotions. What mm-hmm. I am saying is life is going to bring something. Yeah. When, yeah. when, when there's another world problem, this, this life is awful. Sometimes Adora, mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. is, this it world is. is awful sometimes, Yeah. but I know that with God in the mix, no matter what yeah. comes, That's I so can't good. Yes. lose. Yes. I yes. cannot lose. That I, I, I may not see the purpose as to why this whole thing may be, but I know that my God works everything ultimately mm. for my good and for good that's that so loves good. them, for the good that loves them. It's, it's the scripture we all know, Romans eight twenty eight. but mm-hmm. I think so many people hear that scripture and they think, well, if I w- work really hard, God's going to do things for me. Yeah, yeah. But the, it's very clear. I work all things. All mm-hmm. that word all means good, bad, ugly, the worst, the yeah, things that yeah. we don't even want to talk about, the things that I keep mm-hmm. locked away, secret, hidden in my heart and in my mind. God even works yeah. those things for your good, Adara. That's so and good. I, yes. And I, I think That's it's so believing good. those promises. Mm-hmm. This is what happens when we don't spend time with Jesus on our own. Mm-hmm. We end up scrambling for something instead of proclaiming something. Whew, like we end so up good. saying, you know what? Oh, I just, I just, I, I need to call my pastor. Yeah, and I, yeah. I, I need to, I need to Google a verse in the Bible that is just going <laughs> to encourage me right now. Or, yeah. or we pray for the first time in months, and we expect to find some type of comfort or strength to withstand. I love that you use that that example of whispering. Yeah. We never listen for God's voice, and then finally something happens. And we try to listen for God's voice and we don't hear it. And I think Mm. is we don't hear it, not because he's not speaking, but because Mm -hmm. we don't recognize it. Yeah, that's so good. Because we haven't been listening up until Mm -hmm. we needed him. Yeah. And everything in our life, we've put such high volume on. It's just like now that we want to turn it all off, it's going to be kind of hard because for so long you got used to that high volume of everything else in your life. That when you're you're searching and scrambling for this whisper, you're just like, wait, what does that sound like? Like you just said, what does that sound like? What like... What does he say? How does he say it? That's so good. That's so good. Can you imagine? Can you imagine growing up? And I'm sure there are people listening mm-hmm. that doesn't have to imagine this. They know mm-hmm. this. Can you imagine not ever hearing your father's voice Oof. and and missing and missing that love and that affection? Mm. And then just out of the blue, he starts talking to you. Is it going to mean something to you? Are you even going to know that that's mm. your father? Wow. Wow. And I think we wow. do that so many times with God, Adora. Mm-hmm. Like we don't we don't want a father until we need one. Oof. That's and the so reason good. why your father, your mother, whoever is important to you, your grandma, whoever is important to you, the reason why their voice matters so much is because it's a voice that you're at home with. It's a yeah. voice that you hear often. It's a voice that's always been there when yeah. things are good yeah. and when things are bad. And it and it means more. Yeah. That's God's so voice, good. it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't reside in some people or it doesn't not reside. It doesn't uh, resonate with some people mm-hmm. because they simply haven't been listening to it. Yeah. They yeah. only run to God when they need him. Yeah. So like I said, we're, we, we, how, how much better is it than, than already have, like if we already had all of those things inside of us already. Mm. So when the enemy does come, when we can, we can say we can't, we can't lose. Mm-hmm. I know who my God is. I know that no enemy formed against me shall prosper. Mm-hmm. I know my God is with me. Yeah. And, and I think the thing that, that, like I said, I, I mentioned it before is we're born to handle the heat of this life. Yeah. 
I think of I think of precious gems, minerals, diamonds. Mm. You know, diamonds are diamonds are made, and and you've probably heard this before. Yeah. By intense pressure and heat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're 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 literally just under this intense amount of weight mm-hmm. and pressure and heat under the earth. Yeah. And 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 over time, so much time under this pressure and heat, a diamond, one of the most precious minerals that we can ever find it's formed yeah god has made you as a conductor of heat mm. you won't melt in fire you won't so succumb good. to pressure you won't die in flames you're yeah. gonna be made stronger it's it's kanye yeah. what don't kill me makes me stronger <laughs> like yeah. it's yeah. the truth it's it's you'll be empowered mm-hmm. by the trials of your life and it will propel you mm-hmm. in a disease a deeper desire for god yes that's so and, good. and and all it's gonna do is it's gonna make us more precious to the world mm-hmm. it's gonna make us a light to the world and i think yeah. I think Paul knew that. I think Paul, God chose Paul to to do what he was going to do because Paul was doing all the prep work from the beginning. Yeah. The moment that Paul Paul was changed because Paul was awful, Adara. Mm-hmm. Paul was killing Christians. He I was. don't know if people know that. Paul was like the most anti-Christian. Like the most. And now he's dying for the cause. <sighs> now he's in. Now he's on a boat and in jail. And he's being sent to Caesar yeah. for the cause. Wow. And the moment that God changed his life, man, he became, he he just became the mightiest of followers. And mm-hmm. then God saw his heart and realized, you know what? I could do something with this. And yeah. I know when the trial comes, you're not going to give up on me because your heart already saw it coming. Yeah. yeah. Your heart already knows me. Same with David. God said, I chose you as king, not because you're perfect. We know that dude wasn't perfect. Oh, yeah. But because yeah. you, you, your, your heart desired me. Yeah. First and foremost, before I gave you a crown, you you were you were we were with me. Yeah. Yeah. This is the second thing I want I want us to learn from this passage. We got to see it through. Yeah. yeah. I try to imagine if Paul was me, Adora, mm. I would have given up a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. And just accept my fate and just you know what, God, I tried and I'm just gonna sit here and wait to die. Yeah. When he was a prisoner, I would have given up. When there was no food, I definitely. Oof. Come on, would have given up. Preach. But he saw it through. Yeah. And when the ship crashed and sank, guess what? Even then, he saw it through. He saw it through. Yeah. And, that's I, so and good. I want to tell somebody listening, if you're in a tough season, mm-hmm. if you're in the middle of the test and trial, I know that we're all in the middle of a test and trial now. Sure. Yeah. If the sickness has taken its hold, you've tried and tried to get mm-hmm. to gain good friendships, supportive friendships, and you found no luck. Maybe you feel like your parents disappointed you often or that you can never get yeah. this Christian thing wrong. All right. Make mm-hmm. sure that you see it through. Wow. Yeah. Because you have no idea what God is going to do through this. That's so good. You have no yeah, idea that's so good. what God can do. Yeah. And also like we don't have any idea what God is like saving us from mm. or like we have yes. to see the bigger picture of these things. Like, yes, you're going through such a like a tough season or anything like that, but you have no idea the fight that's going on in the spiritual realm, the that's fight so that every angel, God, everybody, God's army is going through, protecting you from so these good. things, guarding you from uh, more things. So it's just like, like you're saying, we need to see it through because one, we have no idea how God is going to use us through this time, what he's going to show us. And we need to be, we need to have this attitude in our faith of man, life sucks. <laughs> life is really sucking right now. But I know that my God is greater. So I good. know at the end of this storm, there will come a rainbow. And so and it's just like, and also like, we have no idea. I think it happened with Job. Like he, the man was going through it. He yes, was he definitely was. going through it, but he had no idea what other things God was saving him from. 
even to now, like this is Passover week, like all that Jesus went through and we're over here like, and not, I'm not, obviously I'm not talking about COVID. Like you just said, we, we are not making friends. We're not like, we're going through something in our lives. It's just like, Jesus went through so much. Like we could be going through so many worse things yeah. that Jesus already went through. Yet, well, today, today is Good Friday. It's Good Friday. Oh, Jesus literally bore all of these things yes. on the cross on this day. Yes, you know what I mean. And it's just like we could literally be, if things were still like we could be going through our cross right now. Like we could be beaten to death. Mm. We could be put nailed on a cross, but yet, like that's all that Jesus took on to Himself for us. So good. And this is we have to constantly remind us of that. Like there's such bigger things that are going on in our lives so good. that God isn't allowing. God is literally protecting us from, so and good. that we have to see through. I mean, it's so good. I don't know what the future holds, but Mm-mm. I do know who holds it. Mm, come on. We have the right. Yeah. We have every right to see it yeah. through. We can't heal, but we know a God that can. Yeah, heal. that's so good. We can't predict the future, but we know what God's word says, which is no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Mm-hmm. That's so good. We, we have to understand when we're faced with heat and pressure in our life, mm-hmm. when, you, when we feel like to our very core that we're shaken. Yeah. And you say, man, I don't know if I can handle this. You you have every right and every ability to see it through. Yeah. And you don't have to do it alone, Adara. Yeah. The Bible says that I am leaving my spirit with you as a comforter, mm-hmm. as a helper. God, God promises to be with us every step of the way. That's so good. Yes. So we see it coming. We have the right to see it through. And the very last thing that I want I want us to remember, and this is probably something that we'll have to remember when this whole thing is over and when your yeah. trial and your test and whatever you're going through is over, is we got to shake it off. Yeah. And I'm not talking about Taylor Swift, Adara. I'm talking <laughs> oh, about... No. I'm talking about Please like... Please don't bring Tay-Tay. Yeah, for real. You didn't know Tay-Tay <laughs> was going to make it on the podcast. She made it. Uh, Ooh. Here's the crazy part. The story doesn't end there. It doesn't. If you go down to Acts 28, we, we, we got to keep in mind that Paul gave so much faith to himself and the people on the boat. Uh, he went through this immense trial and he gave life and freedom by allowing his purpose to drive him and, and for God to do really all the heavy lifting. God yeah. did all of the, the, the hard work. All yeah. Paul had to do was have faith. Yeah. And we think to ourselves, this dude is awesome, right? Like Paul can't be any better. Mm-hmm. Paul can't be any cooler. Well, if, well, it, it does, it gets better. And, <laughs> and now they're on this beach of this island called Malta. And, and things are looking better. Everyone on the ship is alive. And, yeah. Well, he goes on to say this in chapter chapter 28, starting verse one. Once everyone was accounted for and realized they had all made it, we learned and we were on the island of Malta. The natives went out of their way to be friendly to us. The day was rainy and cold and we we're already soaked to the bone. But mm. they built a huge bonfire and gathered around it. Paul mm. pitched in and helped. Of course he did because you know paul's a super christian we love he that. had gathered up a bundle of sticks but when he put it in the fire a venomous snake the bible's very clear it's a venomous snake not just mm. a snake bite but this dude this dude could kill you mm-hmm. roused from his torpor by the heat struck his hand and held on seeing the snake hanging from paul's hand like that the natives jumped to the conclusion that he was a murderer mm. getting his just desserts mm-hmm. guys there's something in here that i think is so powerful so impactful that it can bury this truth. If like if we could just bury this truth deep in our lives, mm-hmm. we'll become more strong and confident in the life in our life than ever before. Yeah. So let's let's read the scripture again. He gathered a bundle of sticks, but when he put it in the fire, a venomous snake. Where else have we seen a snake in the mm. Bible, Adar? Genesis. Who does it represent? The enemy. The enemy. <laughs> the enemy. 
Yeah. Aroused from its torpor. The word torpor means a state of physical and mental inactivity. Wow. By the heat. By the heat of what, Adara? F- mm. The fire. The fire that Paul had created with his victory. Mm. The fire that wow. he just made. Like, this was the thing. Like, man, we, we're going to build a fire. We're good. Mm-hmm. We just lived it. Wow. And the enemy wanted to ruin it. Mm. And while he was on this boat that is sinking, he may lose his life sooner than he thinks. He somehow, by the grace of God, he ends up on this island. Mm. And now with the understanding that he has beaten this, that like finally this trial is over. Yeah. He's gotten through it. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and he, he's now, he finds out he's not out of the woods yet. Mm. He builds a fire with all of his faith and his purpose in him so much so that it stirred the enemy from its inactivity. Wow. That, that like, the enemy started to take notice of his faith <laughs> and his faith built this fire, this physical fire on this Island. And it, That's so good. and it woke the enemy up. It woke the devil up. And the yeah. devil said, uh, uh-uh, uh, I don't want you to have this kind of faith mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. this kind of faith is dangerous. Yes. So the enemy wakes up and he bites him with venom. I think this is what happens so many times, Adara. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I just have to say this. Yeah. Even after we, we get out of a trial, we hold mm-hmm. on. To the bitterness and the pain of the trial that wow. we just we just beat. Wow. And that is wow. the enemy's way mm-hmm. of still trying mm-hmm. to attack you in your victory. And it's crazy how whenever he attacks us, it's whenever we're closest to seeing for ourselves what God has wanted us to see all along. Mm. Like whenever we're about to tap into our gifts, whenever we're That's definitely good. about to tap into what God has literally been offering us since we were born. Whenever we're like our eyes, we're not seeing things through our own eyes and we're seeing things through God's eyes. That's when the enemy wants to just come in because he knows whenever we do that, it's over with for him. I mean, it's already over with for him. That's right. But like this makes it worse. Yeah. And that's so that's so crazy. Wow. Wow. And and I really believe it, Dara. Like mm-hmm. I think that's another enemy's trick. The, the enemy's trick is God even gives us a victory, but the enemy somehow still finds a way to take that victory away from us. Yeah. Wow. And 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 yes. our faith gets so much attention that he wakes the enemy up, and by the mm. fire that we built from our faith, mm-hmm. he attacks us. And 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 here's the thing that that I think is important for us to remember: when God brings you through a victory, when 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 when. When yes, like a good example is is everything that just happened with my wife and I, Sabrina and I. Yeah, it's so easy for us to for us to stay in this place of disappointment. Yeah, it's so easy for us. the The, the doctor said that after we get her hormone balance back down to zero, mm-hmm. she wants us to stay at zero for six months. Wow. So we won't be able to have a baby until 2021 when we were expecting one in 2020. Yeah. And I could easily, and to me, that's an instance where God gave us a victory. The doctor just told us. You're going to have a baby. Mm-hmm. Don't worry. This is a one-time thing. Fairly confident. Everything's yeah. going to be good. And it's like, yes, I started building my mm-hmm. fire, right? That my yeah. faith. I won. Yeah. I yeah. didn't drown. We're good. This wow. could have been worse. And then the enemy tries to creep in with his poison. Because that's mm-hmm. what poison does. Yeah. It seeps into your body. Wow. It, it starts to overtake you. Mm-hmm. And bitterness and, and, and hurt and pain, it is a poison. Yeah. And and what the enemy tries to do is he tries to get in my mind now, Adar. Oh, well, wow. God's going to make you wait till next year. Mm. And probably something's going to happen next year where you can't have a kid. And all of a sudden, bitterness starts to build in my heart. Wow. This is what we need to learn. Mm-hmm. We need to learn that the fire of our faith is a dual purpose. It is not only the thing that gives us mm. strength and energy. And it's not only the thing we can run to for warmth. But yeah. fire burns. Wow. Fire has power behind it. Mm-hmm. Paul shook the snake off into the fire. 
None for the worse for wear is what the scripture says. Wow. You see the very flame that disturbed the enemy in the same, in, is, is the very same, same flame that is going to eliminate the enemies that sting and poison our life. The faith that we build wow. is the very thing that we can get rid of the enemy with. Wow. When, when this snake bit Paul, it was woken up by his fire, his faith. Mm-hmm. The Bible says that there's a fire that happens in all of us. We're, mm-hmm. You ever heard the song Burning Ones? There's a fire of faith that builds inside of us. Mm-hmm. And when we built it, the enemy got stirred, wants to attack us. But that same fire is what Paul sh- literally shook the snake off of <laughs> his hand and threw it into the fire. Wow. Because he was confident in the God that, that had him no matter what. Mm-hmm. And the scripture goes on to say that the, <laughs> the, the natives thought... Paul was a God <laughs> because he wasn't killed by the poison. Yeah. God protected him from the poison. Yeah. Because, because Paul was willing to throw this snake into the fire, into his faith. Mm-hmm. God was not a, a willing to not allow the poison to overtake him. God was willing to not allow the poison of bitterness of our lives to not overtake yeah. us because we kept trusting in our fire. We kept trusting in our faith. Yeah. That's the so very good. thing that builds us is the very thing that saves us. Adora. Wow. The very thing that wow. builds us is the very thing that saves us. And I, that's so good. I just, I believe this scripture over my life and the trials that mm-hmm. happen. And, and I hope this was encouraging for somebody today. Yeah, that's so we good. Gotta, we got to know so that good. when things like this happen, we see it coming. Mm-hmm. We see it through. Mm-hmm. And then we don't let it hold us anymore. Yeah. We shake it off. Yeah. We shake it off and we throw it into our fire. Something that has been like this entire time is the story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Mm-hmm. Like the fire that was meant to like kill them yeah. is the same fire that god used to one that jesus used to show himself to the people so good. and to nebuchadnezzar and is the same fire that protected them that is so crazy because we don't see that sometimes well, I'll, I'll throw another one in there too mm. it's also the same fire that jesus walked in there with him wow there, if you read the story mm-hmm. there was another man they couldn't mm-hmm. make out but somebody else was with them in the fire yeah and it's just a reminder that god knows what we're walking through yeah god's been in the fire too god jesus walked this earth just like you and mm-hmm. i mm-hmm. had pain had trial had disappointment had hang up yeah had it all wow the only difference between he and us is that he lived sinless mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean that he didn't have to deal with just the awful that this world brings yeah yeah for he sure died on a cross crown of thorns mm-hmm. people spitting on his face yeah just whipping him till all he the bled pain. Hanging on a cross wow. for hours and then dying. Like mm-hmm. God endured it just like we did. He endured the fire just like we did. But yeah. the the pain, the frustration, the fire that he went through mm-hmm. was the thing that saved humanity. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think that if there's anything we get, don't run away from this. Be built by it. Mm. Be stronger from this. Wow. We need to know that our past, although this is something that we are saved from and that we shake off and that we now are going to move forward the enemy is going to always try to bring it back That's not right. not to say that we're we at least for me i sometimes whenever that does happen i have the perspective of man i'm still going through this like i thought that we i was good i thought that i overcame that i thought that we're good but temptations are still going to come especially when they come from something that you've endured in your past yeah. and this message what i was going to say this message is so timely and that can be fit to every season because we are all going to go through seasons where that past is going to come back right. either temptations from it either thoughts from it or just like the enemy trying to use that against 
against us, but we need to be prepared to know that it's going to come. We can see it through that we know that these are just tactics from the enemy and that we need to know we and remind ourselves that we are overcome. We are made anew. Second Corinthians 5, 17, that's been a verse that I've been just proclaiming over my life. It says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. That's good. The old has passed away and see the new has come. Mm. We That's whenever we have to use to see it through and knowing, reminding ourselves that we are made anew so and shake good. it off. You know, in that same reminder, shake it off. Like, you know that you, you've you overcome. So don't let that be held against you okay. any longer. That That's what I was going to say. Like, just this message as a whole that you shared with us is something that we can use now during this time of COVID and quarantine and so, social distancing and also in every part of our lives. Because the Bible, everything that comes from a Bible, we is yes. so fitting for everything that we go through, not just in specific times. Yeah. So. So good. This is so good. I so needed good. this. Yeah, I I needed this too. It's like it's so funny. Mm-hmm. The 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 best stuff that comes from you is stuff that 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 you're going through. You know what I mean? Wow. It's, it's yes. When you're building your faith like this, even even though this is stuff obviously that mm-hmm. we put together, like even hearing it from yourself, it still yeah. builds my faith. Yeah. So I needed it just as much as you did. <laughs> Mi gente, thank you so much for tuning in. That's a wrap on today's episode. But before we go, I feel like I haven't done this in a minute. The Spanish word of the day is desinfectar. (laughs) Again, desinfectar, which is sanitize. (laughs) I, I had to do it. You know, this new normal got me disinfecting everything. So, desinfectar. Repeat it, practice it. If you want to share with me, share with me. I would love to hear y'all um, saying the Spanish words of the day. But with that being said, buenos días, buenas tardes y buenas noches, mi gente querida. Peace out. I actually do the peace sign whenever I sign off. That's just straight up sad.